goodness, here comes Tawanda. Just, just like every week, there's something totally different about. I'm just gonna go say something. Oh, oh, oh! Hey there, hey, hey there, hi there, Tawanda. Hello, Todd. Uh, so you know, I don't mean to sound racist. How you doing? But uh, What's going on? what uh, your hair? Yeah. It's it's different. Yeah. Uh, yesterday you had. You know, you had the braids. You was out here looking like uh, what, what's the uh, what's the feller's name? Uh, Alan okay. Iverson. Okay. And uh, today yeah. you you look like Shaka Khan. I, I'm what what uh what, what? Yeah. I, so I got my hair done. Um, that's that's pretty much what's been going on. I just I just got my hair done, and that's about it. Oh, well, well, I mean, it looks... What, so is that yours? Here, let me touch it. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to uh, ask first. I mean, and I, then I touch, and, oh. and, and then touch. You don't just go oh. in and just, well, just touch. Well, I'm sorry. But, um, I didn't mean to intrude yeah, but upon it your is, personal it space. Is, I know it black... is my hair. Okay. Because I... I paid for it, so... Oh. Wait, so that... you paid for it? So black people pay for... What? So, hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm, I'm yeah. just... So is that your hair, or is it like, like horse-ass hair? Uh, uh no oh, it's, it's, it's it's the not, indian it's you look not like horse hair okay it can come from a horse ass mm. uh but thank you for inquiring and um i think i'm done with this conversation well you, so. you know i just wanted to again thanks I, again, todd. No, thank again you, todd. i didn't mean to sound racist thank you i'm todd. just saying you look dandy Todrin. today you look you look great Todd-ish. first of all it's todrick todrick um you quit it you look great though Calm it down. I love me a black Nubian queen. Oh no! You have a great day. Have oh my a good, no! Have no. a great work day. No. Okay. Sit bye, down. Sit bye, down Tawanda. somewhere. Todrin. I'm gonna go eat my mayonnaise sandwich. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. That's mayonnaise sounds right. Mayonnaise sandwich. It sounds really. That's like the like... broke white people sandwich. Broke black people eat syrup sandwiches. You mo- you know what? You might be onto something. Yeah. Well, like yeah. I mean, don't g- give them some credit. Like I'm pretty and sure mayo they have is like. Cheap. I'm pretty sure they have like tomato and nah they probably got the they probably do the same thing we did with the uh the cheap ass bologna with the red stripe that you had to peel off oh yeah you had that right god that's why i fuck with you you came from the gutter no you didn't have that you know i I did have that but that don't mean i came from the gutter that just means that we had priorities i mean first (laughs) of all there's no better bologna than the red stripe bologna i don't even know what it's called but that bologna is delicious that shit is so bomb and when i was a kid i didn't know you had to peel the red stripe off yes oh you used to eat them oh i shat so much wax i was about to say i was like that's not edible that's actually wax Ooh, you used to eat their paper? I forgot. I didn't know that you had to take the paper off, so I would eat it. I don't know. I was dumb. Hello, It's the Tangle Podcast, motherfuckers. Episode 19, bitch. We in this motherfucker. The fuck? And yo, before we jump into anything, I said episode 19. You know what next week is? What is it? Episode fucking 20, 20. motherfucker. And you know what we're also doing on July 13th, which is next weekend? What's going on? We're doing our 20th episode unwind celebration, bitch. Yeah. You know what the fuck's about to happen there? We're about I to don't. raffle off some shit. There's Ooh. about to be drinks. We got some drinks made for the, the special, beautiful people I out know. there who suffer from excessive drinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got fucking, we're going to have music and we're going to have more drinks. Yeah. And like I said, we're about to raffle off these prizes, yo. Y'all niggas not ready. Just be checking the Instagram. Be ready. And Tangle or whatever. You on see us. Instagram. Okay. And then what else we got going? Honestly, my head hurts. Because there's so much 20th, going on. <laughs> I know. July 20th. It's, it's so not much. particularly uh, hosted by Entangle Podcast, but Entangle Podcast will be there. We're having a checkout at Saint in Philly. Um, it's called Goods and Services. This is Creative Networking Day Party that's happening at the Saint in Philly. What part is that? It's like Kensington? 
Yeah, Northfish. It's off of Gerard. Yeah, yeah, like No Live, whatever you want to call it now. No but, Live? Yeah, that's the gentrified zone. It's like uh, Noma. They really try to abbreviate Northern Liberties. Yeah, it's like in DC no where live. they call it Noma, like North Massachusetts. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, yo. I am. That's how you know a place has been gentrified when you shorten the name. I am triggered. So, like, West Philly's Weefy? No. No. You may not. You make it up shit. I would say, no, this cannot be happening. I feel like that's a thing. No. I feel like that's a thing. I'm upset. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I like Weefy. I'm okay, going to start calling yeah. West. We're uh, making that a thing. Uh, Yo, we live in Weefy. Yikes. Nope. No, um, and then July no 28th, <laughs> we're having our first, first live show. And y'all got to come on out. South Street, Tattoo Mom, 3 o'clock, July 28th. And we're going to talk about the study of hoology. We want you to share your stories about your whole phase and what you learned from it. How did you grow? We already got a couple emails, and I want, I'm, like, so eager to read these Jones to y'all because, like, this shit is wild. These niggas on some shit. That's all I can really say. They on some shit. But on um, some shit. definitely either DM us at Entangled Podcast on Instagram or you can email us with your whole story. Um, or your story about your whole phase at the Entangled Podcast. For those of y'all niggas that can't spell, Entangled is E-N-T-A-N-G-L-E-D. At gmail.com. Don't bitch. forget that, okay? Yeah, but How about that? Back to- How about the support me, bitch? <laughs> it's like, no, just don't even worry about me, please. Please. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and that's the episode, y'all. Uh, thank you for tuning right. in to Bye. the time. Nah, it's so like, no, we let's talk about... about this nigga Todrick. Oh, my gosh. First of all, the fact that he acts and the, as he's reaching for my hair. Nigga, do you know you can get cut from that? Well, first of all, let's talk you about... You can get cut. Let's talk about the name Todrick. <laughs> first of all, I didn't know Todd was shortened for something bigger. I've, I've like heard the name Fred, Todrick. Frederick. I get it. Alex Alexandria. Todrick or Alexander. Is, no, cool. I think there's a Todrick. There's, there's a, a Todrick? Todrick is a name, and I'm going to Google it because... Please do. I feel hey like... Siri, Alexa, one of y'all Todrick bitches. Hall. That's, I knew there was a person. Oh my god. And he's black. That's the uh, singer. He started from YouTube, and he was on American Idol. Hoo-ah, hoo-ah, hoo-ah. I don't remember. Man, I'm sorry. that's a nigga, yo. He's on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, well. Yeah, Todrick Hall. That is He's a like show I definitely got Very gotta watch. well known, but also, I just feel like it's a name. I don't think Todd is short for Todrick, but it is a oh, name. Oh, okay. I it's was like, name. what the hell? So, there. Take that and put it in your butt and smoke it. Speaking of... um, He does look good. Fierce. Speaking of RuPaul, um, they're going to be like, not showcasing um pose this week they have like this two-week hiatus of the next week uh, yeah of next week's episode which is great because honestly the season has been like a a one it's been a one so i get the two-week hiatus yeah i feel like a bunch of people are on hiatus like because it's july 4th and people want to just chill yeah yeah and celebrate and be with their family. Fucking blow their hands off shooting Roman candles at each other. Oh my gosh. Or was that just Roman? <laughs> okay, so back to Todrick. <laughs> touching your hair. Has that ever happened to you? You ever been like, especially now that you got dreadlocks, has that ever been like a thing? Oh my gosh. Oh I've shit. A, Excuse bless me. Bless you. Did you fart? Like I felt it. <laughs> it, was, it was something. Um, <sighs> so I have experienced um, a white woman touching my hair and I've experienced a white guy 
um, so intrigued with my hair that he was asking some obnoxious ass questions, such as, does that hair come from a horse's ass? And I almost wanted to slap the dog shit out of him. But you know what? I really wanted that job. You know, I got bills to pay. So I was like, you know what? No, Todrick. But I'm cussing him the fuck out in my head. I feel like that's a good question. No! Like, what? No. Okay. Well, so here's my Because you see that same texture, like the kekalon texture from a horse's ass? You going to ask me if I put a horse's ass on my head? Well, not even that. First of all, what did you here. say? Kaka sounds like Kaka, a po- Kakalon. Sounds like a Pokemon. Okay. Go Kakakakalon. Jeez, sound like you have like a mini stroke. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, website is out of control. But I feel like how how are people to know if we don't teach them? Now, granted, of course, that does not mean that you have to be the one to teach them, niggas. But teach these devils. But but um, in a in a respectful way, you can. Just don't touch my fucking hair. So someone was like, oh, hey, excuse me, Rashawn. Um, yeah. Did your hair come from a horse? I may look at him sideways, but I'm going to answer the question, no, it didn't. Yeah, like some people but, are just naive and dumb. Right. And who are we to know? I told, uh, there was an episode where I told about the first time I touched a weave. And that's, and like, <laughs> yes. or not a weave, but the, the thing the under. The sewing, sewing. Yeah, yeah, like the braids under it. Yeah. I didn't know. So, like, you got to learn at some point. Exactly. And you're going to look stupid when you learn. Exactly. (laughs) But no one's perfect. No one knows it all. So, like, that's why I had no issues with expressing, like, no, this is how it goes and this is what it is. I didn't give him, like, you know, the play-by-play of how I got it done. Mm -hmm. But I gave him enough information for him to take home, maybe have some homework. And if he ever comes against, like, another black woman, like, he'll come correct. Yeah, see, I bet you he's obsessed with black women now, whoever that guy is. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised. He dating him a Keisha. Okay. Uh-huh. I used to know a Sharkeisha. Okay. Sharkeisha, I no! I did, yo. Back in middle school, she had the hands, too. She oh. whooped niggas' ass. I feel like she Sharkeisha whooped... just sounds like the type to, like... Like, she can fight, right? Yeah, put a hand on a person. She was smart, though. She went to class a lot more than I did. That don't mean that you smart. Yeah. That means you have discipline. I had discipline. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I just didn't go to class. Shit. Passed every class, though. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I feel like with all this topic around here, it's been going on. They have finally passed a law in California to not discriminate against people with natural hair. Have you been discriminated with for your hair? No. Like job, like applying to jobs or something like that? No. Well, I guess you wouldn't know because you didn't, if you didn't get the job. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but um, no, I'm a, I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Um, there have been times where I have like come in with a silk press, or I've come in with box braids or crochet hair. Okay. And I I know, I know those things. Yeah. See, you're doing great. I don't know what a silk press is, but it's okay. A silk press is like a money mic from Friday after next. A perm. A perm. But I didn't get a perm. It was just a silk press. Why is it silk? Because it's so, so silk and smooth. Oh. And it's just like, of... it's like a real nice, like, pressing curl from an afro. Which really fucks up your curl pattern, but that's beyond me. Anyway, um, I've gotten a job from those. And I've, I don't think I've ever been discriminated against. But I have heard horror stories of people with locks or starting their locks and not getting a job. So why is it taking until what 2019? I'm mad you had to think about the year. <laughs> to really 
pass a law. Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, no, they discriminated against me and keep it moving. Like, they have a law to be like, if you do discriminate, you can file for something. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of it derives from the fact that some people or most people didn't even realize that this was like a, a something that was happening. Yeah. You know? So like... Because <clears throat> I never personally experienced it. Yeah, so I yeah. think a lot of people were not... There wasn't a law saying you can't discriminate against hair because people weren't aware that people were getting discriminated because of their hair. Right. And so now that it's becoming such a like major uh, hot button topic, mm-hmm. now people are like, oh shit, so I guess we do have to protect people's hair. Yeah. Which is odd, but like you were in the military, you even like till this day with dreadlocks. Till this day! Will be like... Oh, I got to figure out something to do with my hair. I don't know. I can't go to work like this. Because I've been this. conditioned to have it at a particular, like, length. I, I can't have it, you know, obscuring my my cover. You know, stuff like that. I can't have it in two-tone colors. Like, it's just so many different things. I can't be expressive with my hair in the military. Yeah. So that was understandable. But um, when it came to natural hair, yeah, you can have an afro. You can have twist-outs in the uniform. But dreadlocks was just like a no-no and I mean, until even maybe with, about five, six years ago. You told me also, though, like your hair has to be a certain length as well, though. So if you had an afro, it had to be like, or if you had like... It can't be no more than two inches. Yeah. Yeah. So... It was, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, and a lot of that can derive, or this discrimination could very well derive from um, some of the... I don't want to call it discrimination in the military, but some of the the boundaries yeah. or the guidelines the that they created. The standards, yeah, that they had, yeah. yeah. it's still discrimination. But, yes. but, like, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people just didn't realize that this was now a human rights issue. Right. But people will find any way to discriminate against black folk and kind of control their image. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious if, like, when you look at holistically the people in the military, if the majority of... Black people in the military are light-skinned. See, stay woke, brother. They're trying to keep light-skinned folk in the military so that the United States military looks all white and whitewashed. No, mm. no, mm-hmm. no. Nope. That's right. Ungawa, black power. Nope. Even though, <laughs> nope, it, it doesn't even work that way. Yes, it does. Because <laughs> a lot of my friends in the service were, or a lot of my uh, kinfolk, we're all dark skin. That's fine. I'm talking about holistically across the nation. Oh my gosh. Stay woke. See, I can't. you're still sleeping. And you know why you're still sleeping? Because they won't let you get a job because of your hair. And because your hair is so long and put in a black form, it's natural form. They naturally don't want to let you be awoke. Rather, let you. <laughs> my hair hurts. So you feel good. like the military puts, like, they can be like the, harsh, like, the harshest critics. As far as when it comes to natural hair and now, like, America's adopting military standards. No, I'm just being stupid. But Uh, I do think uh, it could be partially where, you know, a lot of that comes from. Especially the older generation. Yeah. Like, our our parents, most of them niggas went into the military. Left the military, got normal jobs. Or not, yeah, well, got, like, normal jobs. Desk jobs, yeah. And so they have this, like, uh, image of what professionalism professionalism Mm -hmm. looks like and those are the ones who are running like if they're running hr if they're running who gets hired and they're looking at those applications then they're going to kind of push their narrative as well right like there is one example that i have there's two women in my uh in my old office where a woman she wore twist outs like religiously 
And the other girl, she wore her natural bush. So she would do wash and goes. Bush. Like she would finger detangle and just let her natural curls flourish. For some reason, they kept giving the girl who wore her natural uh, her natural curls a hard time because they were like, it just looks unpresentable. Versus the girl who like religiously will wear twist outs, meaning like you would have to manipulate your hair to a twist or a braid and then take it out and fluff it into something that makes corporate world comfortable. They didn't give her a hard time. And I thought that was just very interesting of how that occurs. Yeah. I mean, it happens in general just for black people. Yeah. You know, um, a white person could wear an outfit that like could come in with, you know, a tank top or something on yeah. a woman. Man could never get away with this. Hell but no. a white woman could come in with like, like cover your titties. Uh, <laughs> but a white woman could come in like with like a professional tank top on mm-hmm. um and be just fine. And a black woman could try and do the same thing and be looked at like, oh, you're you're being very unprofessional mm-hmm. with your attire. So it happens across the board. Yeah. I think it's like it's challenging for California to say, All right, we can no longer discriminate based on hair Mm -hmm. because it's just going to be then another thing that people you know discriminate on based on like your body image yeah so your body type you got a badonka donk in that skirt that happened with teachers yeah you remember the Mm girl i do now granted she was bad yeah but But the thing is like because of her body type it was like oh she being a hoochie she's being provocative yeah Yeah, but just because becky with the long back coming in and wearing the same skirt and it looks like it's just sliding right off of her. She don't get no heat. But like, I mean, the, re- the reality is, like, our our images are constantly going to be policed. Absolutely. Um, which is like that's that's part of the reason I grew my locks. Uh, before I like decided I no longer wanted to like teach. I initially was like, yo, I can't wait to become a principal, have long ass dreadlocks, have a shit ton of tattoos, and parents see me and like oh shit who is this guy yeah and then i open my mouth and they realize how educated i am because your image is not 100 percent you yeah um that was like my whole thing that was a whole thing and then i gave up on it because i'm tired of being in the classroom but like either way everything everything i do like my image um i refuse to cater and if I, i if y'all not gonna hire me then that's probably not a place that i want to work and work at in the first place that's valid so well, I think when it comes to being a critic, I have experience in the workplace. I feel like black women can be the worst critics amongst other black women. Like, I'm all for supporting each other and pull me to the side and let me know if I, like, look out of place or out of line or whatever. But, like, I have heard horror stories of, like, black women supervisors either, like, coming down on them, retaliating because they are so free with their hair and what they wear. And um, they just are just assholes to one another. And I don't understand it. I don't know if it's, like, an age difference, generation, like, difference. I don't know, but... I feel like you don't think it's a generational thing? Oh, definitely. Because I feel like black women of the same age don't... I mean, I obviously yeah. don't know, but I feel like they don't commonly do that. I feel like it mm-hmm. usually does come 
from the work mom right uh, who like you know talking said, to their work daughter like you need to get it together uh-huh. says the same to... shit that a regular mom would that yeah. your, your mom mom would say like oh we not even you, gonna get into you going that. out like that right <laughs> my mom be like you gonna comb you gonna, your hair you gonna you gonna, comb i'm your like mom i have locks why would i comb <laughs> well, my, my hair or how my mom be like when you, when you gonna trim that beard <laughs> jeez my mom, when I was you going, need a retwist, I used to go. So when I first started going natural in 2011, my mom religiously would put a box of perm at the foot of my bed. Just like, as a hint. Just hey, if you ever need it, I'm good, mom. Well, you know you're gonna be looking crazy out here. Yo. Cool, mom. What if thank like, you? And I would toss them bitches in the trash. What if like it was like the the fucking <laughs> oh well. the. The you should night, have bought it. The night permer. Like, <laughs> no, I used to have dreams that she would perm my hair and I'd wake up in a cold sweat. Like, what? Like, you sleeping and all you hear is. Oh my gosh. It smelled burnt hair. Like, oh my gosh. That was like a. Forget, uh, what was those were vivid ass dreams. Just again, for me. I am triggered. <laughs> oh my God. That was like the horror sound you hear. Like, while you're sleeping here. Just for me. And then your hair gets permed in the night. And then you wake up screaming. With... And you know who used to be on a perm box is like Kyla for the Pratt. longest time. Um, no, not I'm not talking about just for me. I'm talking uh, about uh, like dark and lovely or cream uh-huh. nature. Kelly Rowland. Oh yeah. But yeah, if you see was. her now, she is like rocking this shit out of her yeah. natural hair. They, I mean, they feel like they always had that creamy crack. Yeah. So it's it's nice to see like <laughs> times are changing, but as far as far as the laws go, like. It's 2019, my dude. Like, what you doing? Yeah. I, I don't know. But I feel like in its natural state, do not be ashamed. Even with the whole, like, you're doing twist outs and braid outs and, and whatnot. Like, leave it in its wash and go state. Finger detangle. Hella Sorry. conditioner. You got wide tooth combs. Netter Gold has a lot of, like, wooden oil infused combs. A shameless plug. Hit up Netter Gold on Instagram. It is great. N-E-T-E-R-G-O-L-D. Bitch! Um, I can't spell. Let's go, Netter Gold. But like <laughs> that also goes for my beautiful black kings. You pretty looking bitch. You too, wow. motherfucker. You listen here, wow. n- listen here, nigga. <laughs> listen, listen here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair is beautiful how it is. Yes, it is. And don't let no black queen tell you to change it. I re- oh. I remember this one time. I don't want to say his name, but he's half black and half German, right? And some girl saw his hair like the way it is and she was like oh that looks crazy Woo! you need to put that in a ponytail that looks crazy and i was like does it because I, I think it looks beautiful but again i feel like society tries to tell us we need to contain our natural beautiful curls when you should let them flourish continue no, that's it. That's all I had to say. <laughs> that was my PSA to all the real niggas out there. Yes. I, I, listen, that was my PSA. Yeah. Don't let nobody tell you what to do with your you hair. Beautiful. Nigga. You, you a pretty bitch, dog. I don't want to call a grown ass man a bitch. Why? Stop your hyper masculinity. You a pretty bitch, dog. And so it's just a matter continue. of respect at this point. Like nah. I don't even want to like call anybody a, com- a bitch. Giving them a compliment. <laughs> you being hyper masculine, dog. You can call the niggas pretty bitches. That's wow. Fine. Just like women call each other pretty bitches, I can call all the time. A pretty bitch. All the time. So there you go. It's but issue. it's a grown ass man. Like I feel so, like at this point, you might as well like call his dick small. Like I'm, I'm cool. Wow, those are in no way comparable. Yes, they are. Okay. I feel like it's a little minimizing their manhood, but you know. Because you a man. That's yeah. 
Yeah, I can't exactly. even. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All, right. Um, All right, Tony Braxton. <laughs> you know on. I will get into my Tony Braxton move on. moods. But um, also shout out to Young Jock. Um, I have been watching Love and Hip Hop. Do not judge me because I do watch Ratchet TV. Trash. Shut up. But um, I like Trash. commend him in his like you know rocking his natural hair and all these different colors and whatnot because it's like you know what us black men we do have a gift we have this beautiful luxury you know kind of curls and hair like why not rock the shit out of it um, and with that I wanted to get insight so do you feel like say for instance you want to cut your locks or you want to change your hair color. Do you feel like you need to consult with me? Nope. You just do it. Yep. In a relationship, sing well, you're single, it doesn't matter. But in a relationship, marriage. Do nope. you feel like you have to consult with your wife? No, it's my hair. I feel like I do. Like, oh, what did you think? Because I'm not saying that I will take his um what he says like full on, but I would like to consider your feelings or consider what you think. No, because you didn't marry me for my hair. That's true. And you go to the hair salon and get your hair done all the time. I can do the exact same thing. Hmm. If I had a must or a beard, I'd definitely... You do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> Jeez. And you didn't consult me when you grew your beard, so... <laughs> oh, okay, because that's what I wanted to do. Jeez. Um, yeah, I just feel like with change, I feel like... Sometimes you gotta consult with your partner. Doesn't matter how like serious and that the relationship is. Hair is a big deal. Like I feel like if I cut my hair, just went. I feel like you would want to know that. Um, you know, faulty because we see all the time on social media when women will be like, or and it's on TV all the time. Uh, like almost every black television show does something of this nature, where a girl like goes and does a big chop. And comes home and the husband's like, or the boyfriend, husband, whatever, whoever. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, what the fuck? Right, right, and right. And she's like, I don't have to consult you to do that. This is my hair. I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah. That's policing people's bodies. If you had to ask, you could do whatever the fuck you want with your body. That's your fucking body. I'm not telling you. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I agree. I just, I remember the um, Insecure show. No, not Insecure show. But um, what is it? Uh, her YouTube show. What is it? Um, Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl? Awkward, yeah. So that's what happened with her relationship was like she cut her hair and the dude like dumped her or oh, like well. gave her some sort of ultimatum like, oh, like if you're going to do this and I'm not going to date you anymore. And you know what's crazy? She probably should have left his ass anyway. So if that's an issue yeah. and I cut my hair and you're like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to do this. I want to be with you. If I have to consult you about that. That's a problem. Yeah. Because that's a control issue. So yeah. I'm good on that. Absolutely. I could come and shave half my head. And if you said something, it was like, I'm leaving. I'm right. like, all right, I'll help you pack. Right. <laughs> that's, Facts. That's it. Dismissed. <laughs> Give me my key. <laughs> yeah. So I would like to get back on Young Jack. So in Love and Hip Hop this past week, um, first, of, first and foremost, Young Jock in Love and Hip Hop past seasons, he has been some sort of like a womanizer. He is like in and out of relationships, doesn't really respect women. He's like in a committed relationship. He is like constantly flirting with other women, taking other women home. Like you can't trust this man. Seems like in this season, he has been in a relationship with this woman for about four years now. She is um, studying to be a judge. She is a lawyer out of Atlanta. She is thick as fuck. 
and um, her hair is like supernatural, but she's like, she's a judge for um, immigrants who are coming into the country. So she has like a very well-established career for herself. So he's like doing everything he can to like make sure he maintains this relationship, right? With that, all of his baby mamas, exes, all those like people are in his in his corner that have known him since the beginning are trying to what it seems like sabotage his current relationship. I do not believe once a cheater always a cheater. Well, first you talked about how exes and his past is coming back to try and impact him to do the wrong thing. Yeah. So one like that's always going to happen. There's always going to be people who are trying to drag you down when they see that you're being successful. Don't bring me down! Exactly. Um, and then two, it's because most people think that they can come back and, you know, drag you down. They believe that, you know, you've already, like, you, you're stuck in that mindset of being a cheater, of, like, doing the wrong thing. Or they feel entitled because you cheated on them, right. how dare you now treat this next person with so much love and respect? Right. Um, and that's their own insecurities and challenges that they got to battle with. But once, uh, like, people grow, people change. Also, like, cheating can be a mistake. It's not like everybody, not every person jumps in and is ready to just dive in and cheat. Yeah. I think, Good. I think, I said not every yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. That's what I said. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the people, the only people that I'll be real, and this is a hot take. I don't give a fuck. Come Y'all on, bring it me. on, bring it on. Wow. The majority of times that women cheat, it was intentional. The majority of times that men cheat, it's because they're stupid and did some dumb shit, and just like they're I, just stupid. I do feel like women, when they do cheat, it is it is physical and emotional. It's emotional first because you thought about this like long and hard, and I don't think, like you said guys tend to think like i think they just think with their dick and just do if we cheat it's because oh shit there's an opportunity we're opportunists yeah women cheat because they want to cheat yeah like <laughs> like, they are emotionally invested in making this decision yeah they're like oh shit you know what i'm about to see what's out there yeah. fuck this nigga we just be at the bar and be drunk and be like oh shit she's giving me attention <laughs> and then they just jump into it yeah 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 but so in that sense I guess people want a cheeto is a cheater. Like I can't make a blanket statement. Yeah. But I think for the most part, like people change. You fuck up. It's cool. How do you feel about when people try to bring up old shit of a uh, like your past, um, just you thotting around or you being out there? Like, do you like kind of like, you know, shut that shit down? It's just like, or you just let it happen? Like, yeah, I used to be, uh, you know what I'm saying? But now y'all on your shit. Own like, it. Okay. If you was a shitty person before, then own it. That's cool. Once you own your own shit, nobody has power over you. Yeah. Once you've already acknowledged that, yeah, I did this dumb shit in the past, it doesn't matter if people bring your past up because you already owned it. Yeah. Fucking the most famous version of that, 8 Mile, when Eminem was rapping and like spit all these bars about how he was trailer park trash and all this other shit. And yeah. the nigga had nothing else to say back to him. Fucking Clarence had no words. Yeah. So like, that's what it is. You own your own shit and nobody can bring anything back up. Because think, you've already, you your shit is already set aside. Right. And I think that kind of answered my next question, which is like, what strides do you take to make sure that the woman doesn't feel insecure about, you know, your past? Because I know sometimes uh, after hearing that so many times um, in Young Jock's situation, it seemed like 
although she had her shit together to hear all these rumors of what he did and what he used to do, it kind of like knocked her down a little bit and made her a little insecure. So I guess to answer that question, what strides do you take to protect your current situation? It's just be open and honest, like you said. Um, own your shit. Because um, it's going to come out of the closet sooner or later. So it's like you might as well find out through the source rather than other people. I feel like, you know. Be authentically you. And then nobody can say shit. Yeah. That is what it is. I don't know anything about loving hip hop, nor do I know anything about Young Jock, except Meet Me in the Trap. It's going down. <laughs> um, and I know that nigga got a perm a while ago or some shit. Yeah. But like. He's got something. I don't know if it's a perm or not. I don't know what the fuck it is. That shit look ugly. But, you know, like I said, don't let nobody tell you what to do with your exactly. hair, my nigga. So don't let nobody tell you what to do with your hair and own your own shit. That is what it is. Boom. Like. Niggas, people are gonna hate regardless. It doesn't yeah. matter, especially when you're a celebrity. It doesn't matter what the fuck you say. Oh my gosh! Speaking like, of which, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, boo boo. No, it's fine. No, it was the whole Chris Brown. So Chris Brown just came out with a new album. I don't know what it's called. I know it's not 46 tracks long anymore. Thank God. Yo, by the way, that, well, <laughs> like, let me, you know, why was that so, so long? Wait, hold on. Let me, I'll tell you why. It was That's so like long. a Twilight series. Like I never got through it. Let me tell you why that shit was so long. My gosh. Here's the thing. People kept, there were all these rumors, right, that Chris Brown was on crack. Um, yeah, there was. And, for the record, this new album is 32 songs long. It's two hours and four minutes. That don't make it no better. No, I'm saying that it's just as bad. You said the I song's know, not 46. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's 32, not 46. Oh, my but, gosh. <clears throat> so, this nigga Chris Brown, everybody was saying he was on crack. Now, I know what crackheads look like. And I know the amount of work that a crackhead can get done in a little amount of time. Yeah. These albums just solidify the theory that Chris Brown is smoking fucking crack. <gasps> There's no way. He got real scrawny. He'd be doing some wild, like, yeah. crazy shit. He looks it, sick, He yo. looks sick because he's doing crack. That's crack. That's major crackhead energy. Yeah. To do an album with a two-hour-long album, dog, that is, like, epic crack and crackhead energy. And the last album was fucking I mean, just as long. That shit, what was it? Heartbreak on a full moon or some that's shit? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, but I never got a chance to finish it. So... And I won't because I'm not doing crack, so I don't have the energy to listen uh, okay. to the whole okay. fucking album. We're, we're gonna stop bashing this man. And, this and nigga recorded a two hour long album probably in 30 minutes. <laughs> that's crackhead energy right there. <laughs> I mean, he's got a gift. Use it. That's right. So, kudos to you, but also of effectively I crack. have... <laughs> questions what are your so questions? in one of the songs i don't remember what it's called but in the lyrics he said i only fuck black women with good hair and the internet kind of lost their shit i don't really have the comments up but it was like split in half so black men are like why are you black women talking about oh well at least he said black woman blah blah blah, blah. and then black women are coming at him saying well what you know, constitutes as good hair. Like, what the fuck? Like, all, you know, all your ex-girlfriends that you dated, they all look some sort of, like, mixed or not black. So it's just kind of like, what do you mean by she's got it? I only F with black girls, black women with good hair. No, black bitches with nice hair. Oh, well, that makes it just a yeah. little better. Only want to fuck the black bitches Said with the nice no hair. One. Baby yeah. bend it over. And bend it over, ass up, take the mask off, or some shit like that. Yeah. I, I'm, 
I'm not surprised. Because he does mess with a lot of, like, mixed women. I mean, here's my thing. But, <coughs> yeah. What's your, what's your First thing? of all, we already know Chris Brown hates black women. We already know that. Second off, um, I don't even know if this is, Why like... Why would you say that? Chris Brown hates black women. He beat Rihanna. He never date. He After that, he hasn't dated another... So, wait. Once a beater, always a beater? No. But once you show that he's never dated another black woman, it's always, like, these very... Uh, what's the word? Racially ambiguous. Yeah, these very ambiguous women. Yeah. And nigga, he don't like he don't like black women except his daughter. Yeah. And his mom maybe. Mm. But um, he said maybe. <laughs> maybe. Gosh. But here's the thing that got me because he said afterwards so. he was like y'all tripping tripping y'all bitches don't want a fucking nigga got fucked up teeth do you only bitches upset is the ugly ones not the black queens um no we still pretty upset this was his comment so my issue is one from his perspective is he saying see yeah do your research bro he out here he gonna fuck with these hoes oh my god so my issue is one i think he's conflating the two ideas between of like preference um and discrimination yeah so, like, I asked this on my Instagram page a while ago <clears throat> of, like, is the is a woman wanting a man, a tall man, the same thing as a man wanting a light-skinned woman? Mm. Um, but, like, and people were all up in arms. Some people were like, Elijah, what the fuck? How dare you? And I was like, y'all niggas know me. Like, come on, get the fuck out of here. I was asking a question. Controversy. Like, Controversy. I was asking a fucking question. Right. But the the thing is, like, a lot of people will use, oh, that's just my personal preference as an excuse. When, like... I saw that can, response. I was it like, can, eh, and, and no, that's fine. <laughs> it can be your preference. The majority of women in my family are brown skin. So... I you just tend to gravitate towards toward... brown-skinned women. Yeah. I think all women are bad as fuck. All black women are bad as fuck. That's yeah. my caveat. Yeah. But but on top of that, I'm like even I was raised by black women. Right. So I'm attracted to black women. Same. I was raised around women <laughs> who have natural hair. Same. So I'm attracted to natural hair. Yeah. Now the issue is that a lot of this shit comes from uh there's like past generational hate that's like been embedded in us. Mm-hmm. So like, although our intention may not be, oh yeah, this is what I prefer. I mean, our intention may not be discrimination. It has undertones of discrimination because of like just shit that we were taught and passed down generation. Gener- yeah, generations. Gen- mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh so for Chris Brown though, I do think like like I said, man, that nigga, I don't think that nigga like black women, dog. Yeah. I really don't think he do. I think he'd be on some other shit. Plus, you know, crack does crazy things to your mind. Stop. So, oh my gosh, please stop. Chris Brown, if you're listening to this, I need a plug. So just stop So and with that, I just feel like black women don't get the recognition or um just the love that they deserve because we all are just different. Um, and the same thing for white women. Um, they're just all just different beings. So like, why would you categorize? Oh, like, oh, she all look, they all look the same. Like, no, like they don't well, sometimes, but like, that's only in Pennsylvania. Um, black women are just different and we all are quirky and there's some that are bougie. So it's just kind of like, stop trying to split us up and trying to divide us. 
Um, Because together we can conquer so much. And with that, I wanted to give like some tips for different demographics. So my white colleagues that listen to the podcast, if you see something, say something. If you see that you know, your black colleague is being treated unfairly and her voice is not being heard. I need you to like really step in and advocate for her because being a woman, being a person of color, like black women are at the bottom of our demographics and we just, we need a little bit more support and love from our uh, friendly white colleagues. So again, if you see something, say something. Don't be a bystander because your silence is actually like low-key killing us because we feel like you don't, like you want to support us, but you don't want to support us. Like you want our music and you want to touch our hair, but you don't really support like our livelihood. I will also say um, nobody need like, we don't need the support of women of another race or background we got ourselves um it's nice that people want to support our cause but i think it's also um self-empowerment mm-hmm. um it's great if a white woman says yo that's wrong that's fucked up right but at the end of the day um it's us um so on top of that like black women just continue to empower each other um and don't you we don't need outside not validation that's not the word i'm looking for but um because i can't think of what the word is that's what i'm gonna use right now but we don't need uh you don't need outside help right um we can do it on our own um and to have other people's support is great but it's not a necessity um and don't look or expect anyone else to lend a helping hand because we've already seen historically that that's not the case um but yeah another demographic i would like to reach out to is our black men um i've definitely have in the past dealt with a black man who decided not to talk to me anymore because i was too much work quote i was too much work so he went on a twitter rant and was just like i only deal with snow bunnies like White girls are just a lot more submissive and I don't need a black girl jumping down my throat to get things done. That's what I have my mom for. So I say this to you, particular person, and other black men who don't feel like they have to value black women. Um, don't discourage us black women because you're mom.